Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Well, we got a big show for you today. Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. It's that week where everybody is on vacation. Every show, TV, radio, every host, everything you turn on, everybody's away. You get a guest host. But So what am I doing here? I should be away too. But uh, we got a lot to talk about. It's going to be a big night tonight. At 8 o'clock, Joe Biden launches Operation Change the Subject. He's going to make this awful speech tonight, which is going to be so divisive. You remember when he uh, ran, the big campaign promise was that he would unite everybody and heal us and bring us together as a nation. Well, that was just to run. Now he's dividing us like crazy. Uh, So we'll talk about that. We'll get to uh, the Mar-a-Lago raid. We'll get to the horrible uh, FBI picture uh, that they staged. We'll get to uh, the problem with the uh, shutting down all the schools. Lots to get to. We'll get to Dr. Oz and more. Uh, normally, I'm here on uh, our local big flagship station in New York, WOR. Uh, and uh, it's great to be here for Sean today. So here's the problem. Uh, January 6th, those hearings, remember, primetime, all the different hearings, all the different. It didn't work. It just didn't take. They've uh, quietly studied this behind the scenes, Democrats. It just didn't take. It didn't work. It didn't have any effect. So uh, that's why the Mar-a-Lago raid, that's why all this new stuff. Hey, by the way, I just want you to think about this. The FBI has a rule that they'll never do a raid or anything like that that could affect an election within 90 days of any election. That's their rule. They don't do anything like that within 90 days of an election. The raid took place 91 days from the election. That can't be a coincidence. So that's the reason for the raid. Now, you saw... Uh, Joe Biden go to Pennsylvania. Uh, he went there yesterday or the day before, and he's there today. He's going to do the speech. And in the Pennsylvania speech, he's getting more and more divisive. Your MAGA, ultra, what does he call you? Your bunch of uh, semi-fascists. How do you be a semi-fascist? <laughs> it's, 
you can't be a semi-fascist. Talk about an oxymoron. But uh, he's calling everybody names. MAGA's going to destroy the country. So tonight at 8 o'clock, a big primetime speech. He's going to address the nation. He's not going to talk about anything important like out-of-control crime, inflation, any of that. So I don't know why the networks are just handing him this TV time to just do a a campaign election tampering speech. But he's apparently going to really go after Republicans. This is the preview here. MAGA Republicans, an extreme threat to democracy and the rule of law. Uh, He's going to continue these attacks. He'll take direct aim at the Republican Party, at Donald Trump. It's not clear whether he'll mention Trump by name, but he's really going to go after him. He's going to say that MAGA, MAGA, they just don't respect the rule of law. They're pursuing an agenda that takes away people's rights. Now, he's going to say that you're extreme, extreme, extreme fascist. This is the guy that wants to defund the police that created the biggest crime wave ever. This is the guy that has open borders. This is the guy that wants to tell you what you're allowed to drive, where you're allowed to go. what you're. So it's going to be a horrible speech tonight, very negative. There's a big chance this could totally backfire. You remember Jimmy Carter went on TV in the middle of a bad period in America and made the famous what they called the malaise speech where he talked about this malaise that was uh, destroying America. And it was so negative, it just wiped out Carter or any chance of re-election. It was horrible. So this could happen tonight. This whole thing could backfire. Uh, now, the purpose of all this, it's, it's what they call Operation Change the Subject. They don't want you focused on the price at the gas pump. They don't want you focused on uh, inflation when you go to the supermarket. They don't want you focused on a crime out of control everywhere in every city and spreading into the suburbs, even into the rural areas. The other thing Biden may do tonight, he did this uh, Tuesday when when he's in Pennsylvania. He does two things in a speech. He starts yelling all of this uh, ridiculous, over-the-top divisive uh, stuff. And then he starts telling you these rambling stories about nothing. You know, the guy's in uh, politics 47 years. He should have like a bunch of great stories saved up. I mean, really great, tight stories with a punchline. He tells you these rambling stories where you can't figure out what he's talking about. You know, when he does this, uh, my father said, Joey, Joey, always all these quotes of his father. I don't even think he had a father. You know, He makes everything up. I mean, listen, try to follow why he's even telling you this this story about Take a listen to this one here. The place where I used to I was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that area, on the east side. And you know where the, you can always tell where the best basketball in the state is and the best basketball in the city is. It's where everybody shows up. I have two shotguns at home. I can't, it's a long story, but I not oppose the guns. Right now, you can't go out and buy an automatic weapon. You can't go out and buy a cannon. By the way. How many, my dad used to love to hunt in the Poconos when we lived in Scranton. How many deer bear wearing Kevlar vests? Huh? Not a joke. Yeah. <laughs> this is all for one speech. Okay, the first part, uh, what was that about? Uh, something, black people, basketball, something. He's trying to convince you that nobody is more in tune with the black community than this man. Nobody uh, has a better feel for it than this guy. Uh, and he tells you these stories about he fought Corn Pop and Bad Bad Leroy Brown and whoever he beat up. And uh, that's the other part there. Joey, he goes into this whole Joey, my father, we were hunting and Scranton. You know, he tells you these stories about his father and him. They're sitting around the kitchen table, how they're going to pay the bills. You know, he wrote an autobiography years ago. If you read this book, 
they lived in in Garden City, Long Island, which is one of the most expensive plush suburbs. His father owned an airport. <laughs> so I don't know where all this Scranton stuff comes from. Apparently, he did live there for a little while. But uh, and then the whole thing about the AR fifteen that was part of the big Tuesday speech. This is what uh, Democrats always do. They they come up with a gimmicky thing that seems like it's going to do something, but it never addresses the underlying problem. So he, the idea of the speech was gun violence, all the gun violence in America. And he's talking about AR-15s, which is 0.003% of gun violence in America. 99.9% of the gun violence is handguns all over our city streets. It's happening in Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, all our cities. That's where 99% of the shootings are taking place. So this dumb AR-15, whatever he's talking about, does not address the underlying problem. And that's what Democrats do. we got a terrible crime wave in New York. It's out of control. We're like Chicago now with 40, 50 shootings every weekend. It's horrible. So what did the mayor do? The Democratic mayor of New York, he announced Times Square is now a gun-free zone. That's it. It's a gun-free zone. He offered no possible way of enforcing this. There's no enforcement of any kind. But it's a Democratic solution. Sounds good. It's gimmicky, symbolic, but it doesn't do anything about the underlying problem. So watch for that speech tonight. I don't know if he'll mention Donald Trump by name. Uh, the latest on the raid is, I don't know, you talk, listen to half these legal analysts, definitely going to be indicted. You listen to the other half. There's no possible indictment here. There's nothing to indict him for. Uh, the fact that they took those documents, and if you look at the covers of the documents, top secret, classified, top secret, uh, if you talk to people in the White House that work there and see these documents all the time, they'll always point out to you that 85% of them, there's nothing that's secret in there. They just overclassify, they overlabel stuff. So in 85% of the cases, there's nothing that's secret in there. Uh, but they took the documents and they threw them all over the floor and took that picture, which they released. Trump is furious. I think he's more furious about that picture than the raid because the picture makes it look like he's a slob, and he's not. He's, a, he's very neat, usually. Doesn't throw uh, documents all over the floor. Uh, they did find, they're claiming they found three of these top secret documents in his desk drawer, which kind of means you can't really charge the guy with obstruction because uh, if you're raiding somebody's place, their office, the first thing you do is open the desk drawer. So obviously he wasn't trying to hide anything. And I just wouldn't think that many people have access to his desk drawer. So I don't know where this goes. They want the uh, special master. They're having... Uh, uh, hearing today on whether to get this special master, uh, we'll see where this goes. I know, you know. Here's the problem. I know all your Trump hating friends, every Trump hater you know, they're screaming. This time he's going to get indicted. This time we got him. This time we well. Just remember, this is 47 this times, and they never got him once. From Mueller to Comey to remember, remember the Stormy Daniels. Remember he was going to get arrested for Stormy Daniels. What was that? The what did he do with Stormy? Daniels? Oh, it was remember he wrote a check to her. There was a check, and he was going to get arrested because he laundered the money. Remember, uh, what was that lawyer's name? Avenatti. Trump was definitely going to get indicted. That was it. There's 4,000 things he was going to get indicted for. Ukraine, this impeachment, that impeachment, uh, Vindman, all this stuff. So, uh, and, and I don't know, if you Trump haters out there, why do you do this to yourself? You get yourselves all worked up about this, and then nothing ever happens. And uh, this is their whole thing for six years now. He's, they try to convince you he's a criminal. Then they try to convince you he's a spy. Then he's a criminal. Then he says, uh, just give up. It's not going to. Anyway, we'll take some calls in a minute. Uh, Steve Moore will be with us at the bottom of the hour, one of the top economists in the world. 
We'll go over uh, what's going to happen with inflation and gas prices and all of that. Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Hey, if you want to see what it looks like in the studio right now, we just put a picture up on my Instagram, Mark Simone, NYC at Instagram. Follow me on Truth Social. I tell you to follow me on Twitter, but they'll just delete you anyway. Uh, And don't forget, Hannity.com. Great stuff there. We'll take some calls in just a moment. Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Six hundred seventy-five stations all across America, and we can't thank you enough for being here every day to make that possible. possible. You're on the Sean Hannity Show. Hey, it's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. So, uh, as I said, there's a hearing going on right now about appointing a special master to take a look at all the uh, documents in the raid. Uh, Apparently, the judge just ruled that he's going to delay it. (laughs) He's afraid to make a ruling, so they're going to delay that. It'll be another time. Biden to make that big, abrasive, uh, awful speech tonight, and apparently Kevin McCarthy will do a rebuttal speech right afterwards uh, demanding an apology from Biden for attacking half of America. Uh, Linda, the producer of the show. Linda, are you there? I am here. Uh, eight o'clock tonight. Will you be watching? I don't think I'll be I will watching. not. I don't think I will. I will, I will try to do everything I can to stay as far away as possible. I don't want to get, he makes me confused. Just hearing him talk is confusing. Well, they said he's going to talk about fi- saving the soul of America. This guy can't even find the podium. How's he going to save the soul <laughs> He's going to shake hands. Yeah. He's going to shake hands with his soul. Yeah, he's just shaking hands with air all the time. I mean, it's so weird. confused weirdo. Can you imagine you're in politics 47 years. You can't figure out how to shake hands. Well, it's 48 now, right? 48 years. How yeah. sad is that? And what's going on in Pennsylvania? I, I I know these polls make it look like Oz has no chance. I think he's got a pretty good chance. First of all, I was just saying this to our friend Jeff Lord the other day. We were talking about it. And the race is very tight. The problem is, like so many of these races, there is a ton of outside money pouring into the state from all of you know the big blue donors that like to control and make sure that the Senate seats are allocated to the people that they can control themselves. So you've got all the Fetterman types you know, saying, okay, well, he's weak, he's feckless, we can tell him what to do. If Oz gets in there, we're going to have a Trump situation, right? And it's not even that, you know, even if Trump hadn't endorsed Oz, it's just that he's not a Democrat and he can't roll over. So yeah. the, the race is very tight right now. It's like a three or four point spread, depending on where you look. And I think uh, if you look around the state, like there's no Fetterman signs. It's kind of like if you ever looked for anybody wearing that Build Back Better hat. Like n- nobody's wearing that hat. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Now these all these polls you're seeing these public polls where everybody's way behind. These are rigged polls. They always do this in August. Uh, they're called suppression polls. The main point of them is to uh, demoralize and to dry up money to make sure that uh, the Republican candidates, the donors, run. So they're afraid to give to Lee Zeldin. They don't think he'll win, but don't worry, he will. If you unrig the polls, he's got a really good shot. Uh, and if you're out of state and you want to donate, donate to Lee Zeldin in New York. He could use the money. We need him. Yeah. he's. Uh, if you're not here in New York, uh, gunfire everywhere. People are getting shot. Did you see that report last night? 25-year-old woman shot on 14th Street. Yeah, that's in Gramercy. Gramercy Park, one of the nicest neighborhoods in New York. Uh, but we don't know about that case. He just came out of nowhere and shot her. So uh, 
It's yeah, I mean, obviously everything is, you know, left to be investigated further by the underpaid and completely defunded police because, you know, Bragg and Adams and Hochul could care less about them. But at the end of the day, I think that we're just seeing this uptick. I mean, just walking into the studio, walking around Rockefeller Center, if you go down by the Trade Center, I mean, it, it, the city has changed dramatically in the last year. Dangerous everywhere. And we have this lunatic district attorney, one of these George Soros district attorneys, the first day in office, he put out a big memo, nobody goes to jail, don't put anybody in jail, no jail sentences. The only guy ever sent to jail is Alan Weisselberg, the Trump CFO. This is That's why it was breaking Very news. Very dangerous man. Yeah, Very. That was the breaking news that Alvin Bragg actually sent somebody to jail. <laughs> this guy and his numbers, they got to go away forever. Yeah. That guy with the gun, this guy who's the crackhead, the guy who attacked Jose Alba, they're okay. Everyone's Nobody fine. goes away. Now you're saying, well, Alvin, uh, uh, Weisselberg, how could he survive at Rikers Island? He's probably the only one there. Nobody goes to jail. Probably be all alone there. Uh, but uh, we wish him the best. Hey, Sarah Palin lost in Alaska. They keep making a big thing out of this. Did you know that that was that ranked choice voting? Well, that's the whole thing. There's a There's a... Alaska's voting is different than any other part of the United States. I mean, literally a completely different animal entirely. Yeah, they use that stupid ranked choice voting. It's a way of cheating. So in other words, somebody comes in third place and they won. (laughs) So I don't know how they figure that out. but Yeah, it's it's like they've got their own electoral college, you know, kind of like they're finagling the numbers to make it work for them there on the inside. And again, it's control. It's like, who can we get over on? Oh, that person thinks too independently. We don't want them in office. Yeah. So, all right, we'll talk. We'll check in with Linda again later. We'll, hey, we'll take some calls. Uh, 800-941-SEAN is the number. And uh, what's going to happen with this crazy inflation and gas prices and uh, uh, the economy? And uh, well, we'll talk to the uh, best economist around, Steve Moore. Uh, we'll, it, we'll get him to explain the future of all this to us. Coming up, Mark Simone, Here for Sean Hannity. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. 
Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Mark Simone here for uh, Sean Hannity. Now, you got the best economists in the world. Who are the greatest economists on earth? Definitely uh, uh, Art Laffer, Larry Kudlow, and Steve Moore. Now, you've got to get his latest book, GovZilla. You'll love this book, GovZilla. Hey, also, you can get the best daily briefing every day. You can go sign up. It's free. It'll come right to you, uh, your email every day. It's the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Uh, Steve Moore has this great newsletter. Just go to Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Dot com. Steve Moore, how you doing? Hey, Mark, I'm doing well, and I've been chopping at the bit to talk to you because I am right now in California. I'm in San Diego, and, and I don't know if you're following what's going on out here, but it's almost it's almost comical. So remember, five days ago, they, uh, the governor said, every car that is sold and purchased and brought into California has to be an electric vehicle. And then, and now they're rationing electricity because they're running out of electric power. And so they're telling people you can, you know, what 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 temperature you can set your thermostat at. And so, I mean, can you imagine what's going to happen when everybody has electric cars and they start taking away the electric power? And people are going to be stalling out in the middle of the highway. I mean, you cannot make up how stupid the left is on this green energy stuff. Unbelievable. So you're out in California looking for a house. You're thinking of moving there. Be... <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. But it it is. You know, they have a heat wave here, so, <coughs> so they're telling people, you know, uh, uh, keep your thermostat at 78 degrees. What? I mean, I'm not making this stuff up. Yeah. They're saying, you know, well, you know, we, we have to ration electricity. We can't we can't run out of it, you know. And, and of course, they have, they've closed down. Their, they're closing down their last nuclear power plant. They're not using coal. They're not using natural gas. They're trying to run their, their state on windmills and solar power, you know, and it's not working. And this is what they have in store for the rest of the country, folks. Well, I mean, this is where this is where they want to take us. Uh, you know, we're going to have to ration the electricity. They're going to tell you what kind of car you can buy. They're going to tell you what kind of light bulb you can use. They can tell you. But there's a new thing. Have you heard about these the, the smart thermostats? Uh, uh, um, what, <laughs> a smart thermostat is, and I'm by the way, I'm putting air quotes around the term smart. It's where the government can regulate the thermostat in your home. I'm not what? making this up. Yeah, what? and so they can say, you know what, Mark Simone, it's you know summertime, and you've got a, you know your your thermostat's a little low. You're using a lot of electricity. We're going to have to turn that down for you. Hey, that's uh, I think Nest makes that right, and isn't that a Jeff Bezos company? Isn't one of his? Uh, uh, so you're going to have to hire some uh, kid to come over and jailbreak your thermostat so you can. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like you know when they have the. You know the uh, the buzzing sound on your seatbelts, and you had to like, yeah. out, how can I just arm this? <laughs> oh wait, let's go over this. Uh, windmill, solar power. Didn't they try that in a number of European countries and had to abandon it? It didn't work. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, so this is the story that nobody's telling in the media. So you're exactly right, Mark. I mean, it was a total catastrophe for Germany, for Britain, for Spain, Italy. They tried the green energy experiment, you know, 10 years ago, and they damn near bankrupted their countries. And now, look what's happening in Europe right now. Europe is, is suffering from what, what I call energy poverty. They have, they've tied themselves to the Russians for their natural gas. They've shut down their nuclear power. They shut down their coal plants. And this uh, winter and fall, um, the uh, Europeans, the Brits are looking at a 200% increase in their utility costs. Um, same thing with Spain and Italy and France. And they are rationing their electricity. I mean, this is all a result of this crazy climate change fanaticism of the left, 
where basically they don't want people driving cars. They don't want people using energy. It is basically, um, you know, back to the Stone Ages um, of, uh, of how we, uh, you know, everybody can ride the bike or everybody yeah. can get on mass transit. Now, isn't uh, nuclear power just about the most productive and cleanest energy you could ever have? And why, why, don't, why, why don't they like nuclear plants? Yeah, good question. I mean, you know, nu- nuclear power, if they were serious about trying to stop, uh, you know, climate change uh, to the extent the government could do anything about changing the temperature of the planet, they were serious about this and they didn't want to use coal and natural gas, which is where we get about 60 percent of our power. Then they would say, hey, what could we use? Oh, yeah, nuclear power. Well, all we'd have to do is build, you know, 75 nuclear power plants in this country and we'd be able to provide all the energy we want. And it w- those uh, nuclear power plants emit zero, zero greenhouse gas. Uh, greenhouse gas emissions, but they're opposed to that, too. Mm-hmm. By the way, nuclear, you know the reason, Mark, that the United States has been the country that's reduced our carbon emissions more than any other country? Uh, nuclear power? No, 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 natural gas. Oh, natural gas, so, too, right. Yeah. And so why, do they, why are they against natural gas? <laughs> I don't understand these people. Any form of energy that works and is efficient and reliable, they're against. Any form of energy that's expensive and unreliable. Um, is, and by the way, I love this too. You know where the solar panels and the uh, and the engines for the uh, I mean the batteries for the uh, for these uh, Teslas are made, right? China. China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing right into the hands of our enemy. I mean, look, I want to make a serious point. What we're doing with our energy policy is incredibly stupid but it's also incredibly dangerous we there is an axis of evil in in the world today the new what i call the new axis of evil and i'll bet you can guess what three countries those are well definitely china always makes the list uh iran makes the list yes uh delaware joe biden's camp no um let me see Uh, of course russia russia of course yeah, and so those three countries are now taking over the world energy market. So coal, China's building 50 new massive coal plants right now. In, in five years, China's going to be producing five times as much coal as we are. You know, I guarantee you that President Xi doesn't care about climate change. And then you've got Russia that's trying to take command of the natural gas market. And then you've got the OPEC countries, including Iran, that wants to take control of the oil market. So we are ceding control of these energy markets to our most our fiercest and most dangerous enemies. Uh, this is craziness, folks. It is, it is so dangerous for America's national security and our economy. And, you know, what did Trump used to say? The, the, our enemies are laughing behind our back. And that's exactly what they're doing when they see Biden's idiotic energy policy. We should be producing as much power as we can from nuclear power, gas, coal. We have 500 years worth of coal in this country. Why aren't we using it? Hey, but when, you, when they say they want to use electric cars, electricity for cars, 68% of, uh, of the stuff you creating electricity is fossil fuel. Don't they know that? <laughs> I'm sorry to be laughing, but you're right. I mean, that's how stupid these people are. We're, what are we going to do, put windmills on the top of our electric vehicles or something? Yeah. Are going to be perpetual motion machines? None of this makes any sense. And, and then you wonder whether it's just they're doing this intentionally. Are they doing this intentionally to destroy the American economy? Because if you want to destroy a, a country's economy, taking away its energy supply, that's a pretty good way to do it. Yeah. So uh, with all the problems of inflation and all the economy, how are we ever going to get out of this? I and mean, We've got two more years of this administration. I know. Well, we have to, the first thing we have to do if we want to get inflation down, we've got to stop the massive spending spree. And they just spend and spend and spend and spend and spend. Did you know it's $4 trillion now, Mark, that 
since Biden came into office. Four trillion, by the way. That's four comma zero 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 comma zero 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 comma zero 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 comma zero 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 of of spending that we've had under uh, under Biden in just wow. He's only been in office what twenty months. Yeah, uh, you know he's going to bankrupt this country. And now they've got the new proposal. Of course, is uh, five hundred billion dollars for student loan forgiveness. Which, by the way, the American people are totally against that proposal. It's, it's so incredibly stupid and unfair. But uh, you know. We've taken up our debt uh, by four trillion dollars in twenty months, and and Biden's not stopping. You know, he wants to be the next Franklin Roosevelt. We're going to spend ourselves into oblivion. Yeah. So uh, this big speech tonight, which is expected to be so negative and divisive, uh, is that Operation Change the Subject to get everybody away from uh, crime and inflation and uh, ha- hating Trump again? Probably. You know, I mean, I love this term that that Biden is using, neo-fascist, or what is it? Semi-fascist. Semi-fascist. I mean, look, a fascist is someone who believes that the government should run the economy. That's not us. Yeah. <laughs> That's them. I mean, this is called projection, folks. This is what they do. They want the government to run the energy sector. They want the government to run, you know, the transportation sector. They want the government to run every aspect of our life, and then they call us as conservatives fascists. Yeah. Hey, you know, the other thing they're doing, besides the out-of-control taxes in New York, this Democratic governor who's just a nut, they're talking about congestion pricing. Besides the fact that toll on the bridge to come in is $15, they now want to charge you $23 to cross 60th Street. This congestion pricing, if if Democrats start doing this, where do they have the right to charge us to drive down our own streets? Well, I guess, you, but you do have a right to move out of New York. <laughs> and that's what millions of people are doing. I mean, look, isn't it amazing that the states that are in such a state of decline, I'm in one of them, California, right now. And by the way, the weather, you know, it is a little bit hot here, but it, this is a little slice of paradise. It's amazing you can screw up a, a state like California. But, you know, look what they've done in New York. Look what they've done to Chicago. My hometown is Chicago. You can't even go out at night in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> So, crime. I mean, they destroy every city they're in, and and then they blame it on Republicans. When you know Chicago hasn't had a Republican in fifty years. So, if the Republicans take Congress, what is it they should do to fix this? To fix this cut, inflation cut problem? Spending. Stop spending and borrowing so much money. Let's balance the budget. Let's go back to the Trump policies. You know, Trump created. You know this, Mark. Yeah. Trump created the best economy we ever had. We. You know what the inflation rate was was when Trump left office? Like two uh, percent. No, less. 1.5. <laughs> well, you know, how do you go from 1.5 to 9% inflation in, in 18 months? I mean, you almost have to try to do that. So we've got to go back to the policies that work. We've got to secure our border. We've got to get rid of crime in our cities. We've got to get, uh, you know, have a rational, rather than hire 80,000 new IRS agents, why don't they fix the tax code and make it simple? You and my mutual buddy, Steve Forbes, has talked about the flat tax. Wouldn't that be a lot more sensible to have a tax code that people actually understand? Yeah, well, but the problem is no politician, Republican or Democrat, no side ever does that. It, it'd be such a great thing to do. But, uh, yeah, because, because they don't want to, because you're giving away power. You know, the, yeah. the power source of Washington is controlling the, you know, the favors they give away under the tax system. And Steve Forbes is right. Just get rid of all that crap in the tax system and make it, make it simple. By the way, I'm run, I know we're running out of time. I've got to tell you, there was a piece in the Rolling Stone uh, magazine, which I know you read all the time. Yeah. It says, he, Steve Moore is a deadbeat. He didn't, you know, he says the people who didn't, who want these uh, the loan forgiveness are deadbeats, but he didn't pay his taxes. And I've got these people dead to rights because we actually paid 50000 We did have a tax lien against us because we had an argument with the IRS. We got a check back last year for 
$50,000 of overpayment in our taxes. So I wanted to let your national audience know that the left just makes things up. They, they attack people without even, you know, finding out the facts because the facts don't matter to them. And that's a perfect example. Well, if, you do, if you're getting attacked in Rolling Stone, you're doing something right then. But uh, Yeah, well, remember when Rolling Stone was about sex, drugs, and rock and roll? And, yeah, but uh, <laughs> and check. Now it's just echoing, echoing the, yeah. Check, you know, their, the check their track record. I believe they got caught in some other fake news that they had to retract in the past. But uh, yeah. uh, we're out of time. But everybody get uh, Steve Moore's book, GovZilla. It's a great book. Get the book, GovZilla. And you can get his free newsletter. It's really good stuff. It's free. Every day it'll be sent to you. Just go to committee to unleash prosperity.com. Committee to unleash prosperity.com. Steve Moore, thanks for being with us. All right, Mark. Have a great weekend. All take right. Care. Take care. Hey, it's Mark Simone here for uh, Sean Hannity. Uh, take a look at my Instagram. We've got a picture of uh, me here in the studio right now. Mark Simone NYC at Instagram and uh, Truth Social, uh, Twitter, all that. And make sure you follow uh, everything going on at Hannity. Uncovering evil and defending the truth. You're on the Sean Hannity Show. Hey, it's Mark Simone here for uh, Sean Hannity. Uh, Labor, how did it get to be Labor Day weekend already? Unbelievable. Summer definitely deserves a speeding ticket. Uh, hey, Greg Gutfeld, congratulations, Greg Gutfeld. Number one in late night. Number one beat Colbert, beat uh, Fallon, beat Kimmel. And it's all because these three late night shows on the networks got so corrupted. They just became... Uh, just far left, woke, kooky shows. Even Fallon went and finally went in that direction, and uh, they're like uh, it's like uh, it's like confirmation therapy, you know. For it's not these shows aren't that funny anymore. But if you're a left wing kook, an angry left winger, you watch Colbert. He just makes you feel better about yourself. You'll notice Greg Gutfeld gets a laugh when he tells a joke. But if you watch Colbert, it's not a laugh. It's a little laugh, but it's applause. They just applaud every joke. So it's not that funny, but they appreciate the uh, political point he's making. And it's all agenda-driven, so they always, always applaud. By the way, uh, Colbert, I think he has 24 writers. <laughs> Gutfeld, it's him and like another guy, and that's it. And they're beating uh, Colbert, Fallon, and Kimmel. And it's, uh, I mean, it's just such an obvious uh, business model. If you were a network and you weren't so biased, you'd call in somebody. Fallon's probably the one who could get away with this. Just say, hey, tone it down. Go back to the middle of the road. Play both sides. You know, Colbert will never do that. What happened to Jimmy Kimmel? He just went completely berserk. I mean, he's just a lost cause. You know, it's funny. You got uh, Kimmel becomes a radical uh, left-wing guy. And Howard Stern. What happened to Howard Stern? He's like a woke left-wing guy. And it all started when he hung around Kimmel. There's something something in the water out there or something. Anyway, hey, we'll get to – remind me to get to Pete Buttigieg. He's definitely running for president. He began his campaign already. Uh, And you may have heard Sarah Palin lost. Uh, They make it sound like she's so unpopular. She didn't really lose. It was that ranked choice voting where they can juggle the votes around. Somebody could be in fourth place and somehow they, uh, they won. 
Uh, so that that's how that happened. Uh, coming up in the next hour, hey, we got a big race here in New York for governor. We got to get rid of this woke, crazy left wing governor. So we'll talk about that in the next hour. It's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Uh, Sean will be uh, back uh, after Labor Day. It's uh, that week where everybody's just away. So uh, back with another great two hours to go. Mark Simone for Sean. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.